Well, hello there. It is good to see you again, and welcome back to the OKR Cohort video and podcast series. I'm your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff. It is great to be back with you today. And as always, I have the stars of our show, the co-owners of OKR Cohort. That's Denise Canfield and Nazar Koja joining me for another great conversation. And in today's episode, we're going to be identifying another massive challenge, frankly, that faces so many organizations out there. And Denise and Nazar and I, are, we're going to unpack, of course, what this challenge is, why it's a challenge even in the first place and then of course offer some steps some strategies solutions really to how you and your organization can charge right through it and come out better for it on the other end but first let's say hi to the folks nazar denise it's good to see you today how are you doing hi ryan good to see you today as well glad to be here good morning ryan we're doing great and very excited for this conversation today yeah, we've got a really good one, uh, you know, keyed up for our audience today. And and Nazar, I'll toss things over to you to frame things up for the audience today. What is this big challenge and the topic of conversation that we're going to be covering today? Certainly, Ryan. Uh, duplicating efforts can occur when multiple individuals or teams are working on the same task without being aware of each other work. This can lead to the complete waste of time and resources as the work may need to redone or significant efforts may have been invested in an, an unnecessary task. Yeah, sure. Duplication of efforts and work, man, it can be a frustration, uh, you know, if anything, for any organization. I want to get into the why then, Nazar. Why do you feel this is even a challenge in the first place for so many organizations out there? Yeah, sure. And as a capacity and demand are crucial factors for any organization's success. One common problem we see is that the many organizations lack of lack a proper mechanism for understanding and aligning their capacity and demand. As a result, some people within the organization are flooded with work and while others are hosting. Denise, you want to elaborate a little bit more on that? Absolutely, Nazar. Um, I think, you know, this is a huge issue, right? Because in these circumstances, an organization isn't able to optimize what they're doing and they're not maximizing the value they provide. So if their capacity and demand is out of sync because they are duplicating efforts, right? Um, this has a huge direct impact on their financial health and they may find that they are spending more money than necessary and not getting enough out of most of their resources and their people. And we've talked about this a lot, right? When you have that duplication of effort, the engagement becomes an issue and um, and you're just not delivering value within your organization and outside the organization. Sure, sure. And Denise, I want to double click further on a word you just mentioned, impact. So let's look at the ripple effect rather of this challenge. It, you know, we always like to break things up into employees, leaders, then of course, an organization as a whole. You know, Nazar, or rather Denise, talk to me about this ripple effect. How does this challenge really fester if it's left unattended? Absolutely. And and I love how we break this down, right? It has an impact across the board. And so for employees, um, what we notice is when there's duplication of effort, right, that leads to frustration, demotivation, and burnout. And we've talked a lot in our videos about, you know, burnout and lack of engagement. But this happens hugely when you have this duplication of effort, when you have perhaps two products that do the same thing, maybe in slightly different ways, being built in two parts of your organization, those employees that are doing that 
feel like their work is not value, feel like they are redoing work, um, are surprised when they find out someone else is doing it, and they feel like they're stuck in a, a non-virtuous cycle of creating unproductive work or work that isn't valued. They're also frustrated with their leaders because they feel like they didn't get the right message. And this can become a huge issue when you have to actually decide between which product do we keep and which product do we sunset because people will really dig in to make sure regardless of its whether the truth of it, that their product stays. And so you get some unintended competitiveness across employees. It also can impact people's work-life balance and personal well-being because when you're unhappy in your job, you take that home. Um, of course, this impacts our leaders as well. Um, they Nobody signs up and says, hey, let's duplicate and do this twice, right? So that duplication of effort can lead to missed deadlines, increased cost, and decreased productivity. They find themselves focusing on, on getting more budget and resources to get something done instead of looking at what the right thing is to build. So they're managing time, they're coordinating work instead of actually leading and driving the organization forward. And I know Nazar is going to talk about that in a minute, about that overall impact on the organization. But for leaders, you what we notice is that you start to see trust eroding, not just between leaders and other leaders who are doing duplicate products, but between that leader and their team. Because the team starts to wonder, why didn't the leader know this was happening over there? Why didn't they tell me it was a duplicate? duplicate product before we started working on it. So you get this clash between the leaders and who work for them and the leaders and other leaders within the organization. So ultimately, they notice that their team is not delivering value and they're not leading the team to deliver value and what was promised to customers and find themselves working in the business instead of on the business. So uh, being a, a time and micromanager instead of being a strategic leader. Nazar, share a little bit about how this shows up then across the organization. From organization perspective, duplication of efforts can impact the overall efficiency and effectiveness of the organization. This can lead to increased cost, decreased customer satisfaction, and reduced competitiveness in the market. It can also create a culture of inefficiency and waste which can can be difficult to overcome. Sure. No, I mean, it's it's the writings on the wall, frankly, with this challenge. Duplication of efforts can lead to a multitude of different, you know, additional challenges, frankly, for an organization. But I want to zoom out from this this idea of duplication of efforts and the challenge that we're talking about today for just a moment. Denise and Nazar, you guys at OKR Cohort work very closely with organizations to address issues just like this. And for our audience who might not be as familiar with you as, of course, I am, why don't we bring them up to speed a little bit on what it is that you guys exactly do with organizations and how you swoop in to, to help address challenges like these? Absolutely. Well, you know, leaders hire OKR cohort to actually solve this problem, Ryan. So to help us shift the focus of their organization from activities to outcomes and to identify where duplication is happening and then eliminate duplication and help embed purpose in their work. In essence, we help them focus on the right things, get transparency across the work that is happening so that they can achieve their strategy. Nassar, do you want to talk a little bit about what OKRs are? 
Definitely. Uh, OKR stands for objective and key result. It is an outcome-focused goal-setting framework that helps organization to align and connect strategic intent to work. Yeah, no, this is great. I appreciate that, guys. And, and you know, so a big part of this whole video and podcast series that we're doing is is to provide real value for our audience. And you know, we're addressing these big challenges. Today's challenge is this idea of a duplication of efforts uh, is really crippling your organization. Well, talk to us today. What is the lesson? What is the piece of value that our audience could take away from today's conversation? Perhaps even begin implementing into their organization to avoid that duplication of efforts and frankly, make their, their company more, more profitable, you know, more actionable, more efficient, all the things. T talk to me a little bit about this. Definitely, Ryan. Uh, to address this challenge, organization needs to implement a proper mechanism of understanding and aligning capacity and demand. This is where OKRs, objective and key results, can be powerful tool. By setting objective and measurable key results, organization can better align the capacity with the demand, this can help ensure that everyone is working towards the same goals and that resources are being used effectively. Additionally, OKRs can help identify areas of duplication and encourage collaboration and communication between teams, leading to more efficient and productive work. Here's some example that how OKRs can be used to align and share goals among multiple teams within an organization. Suppose you're working for an e-commerce company and you are respons responsible for the website development team, while your colleague leads to digital marketing team to align and, and share goals. You could use the following OKRs, right? So first of all, OKRs needs to be co-created among teams as well as from, for the organization. So consider that you have organization level OKR where you are growing website traffic and revenue, where we focus on certain key results at the top of the house. Increase website traffic by 25% SEO, increase revenue by 20% or increase website load time for under three seconds. And these are the key goals for any organization or e-commerce or, e or internet organization to follow through to be successful on the market. And now let's go to the next level down when you and your colleague could then create team level OKRs that support this uh, overall objective. For example, your website development team could create the following OKRs, right? So think of it, objective could be improved website user experience, and then your key results could be reducing website load time to under three seconds that very well complement your overall organization OKRs. Then you implement website features that improves by user experience by decreasing three or number one clicks. So the user experience is very key that how fast the uh, your user can get to the point that they're supposed to. And, uh, and then one other part was we looking at it that ensure website is 100% accessible for those who are colorblind. So we have to be very specific on your key results as well, where, you, where your focus needs to be. On the other side, your colleagues, digital marketing team could create their OKRs. And their okay objective could be increase website traffic through SEO and PPC advertising, right? So that's a whole goal for them. And then how they measure the success through key results is by increasing organic uh, 
traffic to be website by 20%, increase paid traffic, and reduce bounce rate by 10%, increase average time spent on the website by 15%. If you are, as a digital marketer, your stickiness to the website is very key to them. So by aligning and sharing OKRs, both teams are working towards the same overall objective and can support each other in achieving their respective goals. Additionally, by having a clear, measurable, and time-bound key results, both teams can track their progress and make adjustments as needed to ensure they are working effectively and efficiently. Furthermore, to align their initiatives and work by applying the above OKRs, the website development team and, and digital team would need to collaborate and communicate regularly. So there will be avoiding the duplication of the work there. They would need to identify areas of overlap, work together to ensure that their their individual goals support the overall objective, the organization of, uh, uh, objective that we mentioned. For example, the website development team, key result would be reducing website load time under three seconds would be directly support the digital marketing team key results, reducing bounce rate by 10% and increasing average time spent on the website by 15%. So you see how they're complementing each other by achieving multiple goals from their end. And then in order to ensure alignment, the two teams would need to schedule regular check-ins, review progress, and making sure then then if there is a need for adjustment, they can adjust their goals and 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 outputs. They could use collaboration tools such as project management software, shared document platform, and to keep everyone to to up to date and their progress and ensure they are working towards the same goals. In In this way, the OKR provide framework for aligning the team's initiative and work ensuring that they're both focused on the same overall objectives and their effort uh, are supporting each other towards the, that objective. Nazar, this is great. I love the idea of these different levels within the organization, having these OKRs that complement each other, that reinforce each other, and allow the different lanes, if you will, to, while yes, staying in their lanes, still complement each other in different ways, shapes, and forms, so all the collective OKRs can be addressed. Love this idea that also, of course, mitigates that duplication of efforts like we're talking today. Now, We just threw a lot at the audience, frankly, in terms of what they could be internalizing and how they're thinking about how it could be leveraged for their own organization. So uh, the next question that begs to be asked, Denise, what would be the best way that somebody could take this this wealth of knowledge that Nazar just gave us and and start actually and physically implementing it into their organization? Thanks, Sarah. And I think it's it's a great question, right? It's like it's a ton of information and to us, it's it's really simple and it's really clear, right? We, we do some co-creation, we make these OKRs transparent, and then we operationalize them throughout the organization. And um, that may not be as easy as it sounds to you. So for us, we recommend just reaching out and let's have a conversation. Let's understand um, your specific problem. And let's do that by scheduling time with us. And so you can grab time on our calendars by clicking the link that we have here, or just by reaching out on LinkedIn or through our website. So the first step is just grab some time and let's talk. Let's understand your problem and and talk a little bit about how OKRs can help you. 
fantastic. And you know, Denise, uh, we all love a good story, right? We all can connect to one. Uh, I think it would be super helpful for the audience if they could hear maybe an example of leveraging OKRs to address this idea of, of mitigating a duplication of efforts. To, do you have a client story or an example that comes to mind? You know, absolutely, Ryan. And and I think it, it it's, it's a good one, right? Um, we were working with a technology company um, that the way they were organized, they had their products set up in different business units. And um, because of that, uh, when planning occurred, it wasn't always clear where features and solutions were going to be developed and integrated into products. So as the company was trying to be innovative and be a market leader, um, they'd have an idea, they'd talk about it in meetings. Um, and then just like people do, right? Great leaders would be like, oh, I think we could plug that in here. Or another leader might think we can plug it in here. And that was happening. And and what we realized was that we were actually bringing duplicate products to market and confusing our customers and, and our employees. And so what we did was we worked with them to set up, you know, a, a more intentional cross-functional offsite to create OKRs and to have the hard conversation about which products really meet the long-term needs of our strategy. Um, clearly identifying where ownership of the products lay and determining, you know, what products would be sunset and how we would move forward and how we would then reallocate resources and, and get focused on the right products. So we did that, right? We realigned resources to the right places to get the right product development happening. We um, created those org level OKRs in that group. Then each leader went away and created their aligned OKRs. So it would be really clear. You know, some of that wasn't as transparent early on because we couldn't immediately say we were going to sunset a product, right? This is very sensitive. So you had to work with um, the organization, with the people who were working on that product to build that sunset plan and get them engaged in the process so they didn't feel like something was happening to them. They felt like they were proactively doing this and they understood the why. Um, so over a time period, we slowly sunsetted those duplicate products and moved customers to the integrated solutions or to those other products because they're never exactly the same, right? And so we had to work to make sure the capabilities existed in the products that we were keeping and that we could bring our customers along in a way that kept our customers for life. And in fact, that's what happened, right? Our customers became more sticky. They shifted to the new product and then they had multiple integrated products from us that kept them um, happy with the solution that we offered and, and getting them um, to stick with us and have that reoccurring uh, revenue and, and customers that stayed. So the key here was really in identifying the duplication, getting clarity together on where ownership occurred, and then completing the work and collaborating together as that work was done. And it, and it ended up being a real success story. Yeah, I would say so. That's a fantastic example. I appreciate you sharing that one. So so for the audience out there, maybe that story is resonating with them. Again, one final time, Denise, what would be the best way that they can get in touch with you and your team to just, like you said earlier, grab time on your calendar and open up a dialogue? 
Absolutely. So we just want to start a conversation, open that dialogue, as you said, Ryan. And uh, to do that, you simply uh, schedule time on our calendars by clicking the link below or putting that link in your URL or simply reaching out via LinkedIn or on our website so that we can grab time to have that conversation. Fantastic. Well, Denise and Nazar, really appreciate you both carving some time out of your day to jump into this massive challenge that faces so many organizations out there. This idea of duplication of efforts that's, uh, you know, clearly not aligned with their their capacity, their demand. This is such a prevalent issue that faces a lot of folks. Uh, and I think we, pr- we left a lot of value on the table for them. But uh, appreciate you both and looking forward to being back on the next one with you. Thanks for having us, Ryan. Thanks so much for the conversation today, Ryan. Of course. And hey, look, folks, we want to take one final moment, as always, and say thank you to you guys for stopping by and being with us here on the show today. If you took anything away from today's discussion, you benefited from it in any way, shape, or form, we'll go ahead and hit that subscribe button then on whichever platform you check this out on. That way, you never miss out on a future conversation between Denise, Nazar, myself, where we unpack these massive challenges, really, that are facing, yes, the employees, yes, the leaders, maybe even the customers themselves with so many organizations across our country. Uh, We're going to be dissecting these problems, providing that value and solutions to these issues, and we'd love to have you be a part of those future discussions. For Denise, for Nazar, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long, but we appreciate you stopping by and being with us on the OKR Cohort video and podcast series.